0: When it comes to making videos, there is one huge mistake almost everyone makes, we're talking about how you can avoid it in this episode. I'm Luke Clayton, and welcome to Church Media HQ. Today's episode is brought to you by our on-demand design service. Now, most church media resources out there make you do all of the work. You have to download the graphics, make sure you've got the right fonts installed, and edit the Photoshop file to work for you. With On Demand Design, our team does all the work for you. You just send your requirements, and we deliver a fresh design in as little as two days. And you can try this service at no cost to you as part of your free 30-day trial of Church Media HQ. There's no credit card required to get started and it takes less than 60 seconds to send your first on-demand design request. Start your free trial today at churchmediahq.com. That's churchmediahq.com. My team and I look forward to serving your church. Welcome to your weekly coaching episode that will teach you a new concept provide creative insight or maybe even help you avoid a mistake also that you can achieve excellence in your media and marketing. If you find this content helpful, then help out someone else by taking a moment to share this with another leader or creative like yourself. Now you're going to need to listen closely as what we are going to cover is vital to the production of any video. If you don't get this right, even if your video looks good, your viewer will be distracted and maybe even annoyed by the overall video quality. Now, did you hear anything that I just said? Or were you distracted the entire time by the temporary lapse there in audio quality? Now that was, of course, an intentional illustration But unfortunately, so many videos are made with equally poor, if not worse, audio quality. So here's the big idea for today. Video is the least important factor of video. Your audio is much more important. Now, yes, have I already done an entire series more or less dedicated to this with our podcast series that we did a few weeks back at this point? Yeah, I did. But you know what? I know there's some of you out there that you still, you're just not getting it. And so we're going to rehearse a little bit of that again and maybe even throw a couple new things in there for you as well. So there are two factors to consider when you are going to be capturing your audio. The first, now look, actually I will say this too. There's a lot of technical stuff too. I'm not talking about EQ and, you know, the treble versus the bass versus the compressor and all this. I'm not talking about all that Uh, because, quite honestly, I am not specifically into all of that, nor am I qualified to talk about all of the technical stuff. I'm sure there's plenty of that out there if you want to find it. No, I'm talking about it from a perspective of recording it, capturing it actually live in the moment because the biggest, most Uh, Biggest misconception, a most overused phrase that I hear in both video and audio production is, oh, we can just fix it in post. And and I'll be be very, very transparent with you. It wasn't until really this particular year, uh, time of recording this, that I completely grasped this about audio in a big way. So the the biggest example is – or the the example that I'm going to give here is – I, for years, as we would make short film productions, being in the field, if you will, they would just, I just, for some reason, my audio always seemed inconsistent. I just couldn't get it just right. And I thought it was something I was doing wrong in the post-production process. No, 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 no. Little did I realize, or maybe I did know this, I just didn't want to embrace this, that it was all about the actual what I was recording. And there was nothing that I could do in post-production to really greatly, drastically improve the audio quality as it was captured in the moment. And so these two factors, I embrace them. I learned them. Tr- I'm trying to master them. And again, as we sit in a studio like this in a more controlled environment, it's much more doable. It's much more, uh, uh, or how, I sh- how should I say, it's much more uh, possible for you to create good audio, especially when you're creating these talking head videos. So the first thing to consider is your surroundings. What is around me? If I'm in a room that has that is outside of a right outside of a, a hallway that's constantly trafficked with people, or maybe it's joined next to some type of conference room or classroom or something where there's a lot of talking and background noise going on. Well, the background noise thing—that's obviously something that I have to do. Honestly, there's a I have a fish tank in here in my office. Got it for my daughter. Long story, not going to get into it. But from time to time, a fish tank likes to make noise. The, the water likes to trickle and you can kind of hear that. Can't hear it right now. It's being pretty silent just for whatever reason. But a lot of times I turn that off because it's a background noise. You have to think about stuff like this. I mean, when it comes to professional film production, I mean, people will even like right now, yeah, my AC is running, but you probably can't hear that. But you know, when it comes to like some, some professionals go to the level of no, turn off AC, turn off refrigerators. So your background noise, but then also when it comes to your surroundings, you got to consider things like what's in the room. Like uh, am I in a room that is carpeted or in a room with hard floors? Because if you're in a room with hard floors, your audio is most likely going to sound awful. Uh, so being in a room with carpet, a space that's not too big, not too small. Uh, a lot of people when they're doing audio only, they'll record in their closets because their clothes in there do a good uh, job of absorbing sound and, and making sure it doesn't uh, reverberate too much and cause too much of a, uh, that, that uh, echo effect. Uh, I have some sound panels up in here that, uh, that help with that. So you got to think about your surroundings. That's really important. Um, again, uh, you don't want to shoot in a place with hard floors. Uh, you don't want to shoot in a room that's, that's huge. That's big. You just have to, you have to consider all these things and your background noise and all of that. The second aspect to consider is your microphone. And this is uh, really, uh, obviously very important, uh, because it's what's actually capturing the audio. If you're using a camera, do not make the mistake of not u- of, of trying to rely on your built-in camera audio. whether you're using a phone or you're using a high-end professional camera. In-camera audio almost always equals total garbage crap. It sounds awful. And so make sure you've got a microphone. Now there's several different approaches. You can do a boom mic boom mics the kind of mic that hangs overhead here uh and that um that you know it, it usually it hangs just like a you know maybe a six to twelve maybe a little bit more inches over your head usually it's it's out of the frame sometimes boom mics are mounted right on the camera uh and so either way when you're using a boom mic though you definitely have to watch out about your surrounding noise because even though there's some that do a really good job of of you know, they're called shotgun mics and that they kind of only pick up the main sound of what's coming from what they're pointed at. It's still going to pick up background noise. And so if you don't have your, you know, your your good sound, you know, sound absorbers, whether that's the carpet or something on the walls or whatever it may be, it's going to be off. Of course, a lapel mic, a lapel mic is an, a great solution. In fact, it's the most simple solution. I recommend the Rode uh, lapel mic that's, um, that's designed for, to work with uh, cell phones, smartphones. Uh, it's really good, really reliable and good, good audio. And then of course, my personal favorite, because it just produces the best quality sound is the studio mic. And if you're watching, you can see that right here in front of me, the studio mic and uh, the podcast mic. This particular one's a Rode podcast or Procast, uh, something like that. Um, but uh, really good audio quality. And some people are like, well, oh, I don't want the, audio, the mic in the video. Look, I guarantee you, you haven't really considered it until I said, oh, looky here. There's a microphone right here. You've probably watched all of these episodes and really never thought twice about it. So you want to, you got to consider these two factors, though, your surroundings and your microphone. Even if you have a good good microphone and bad surroundings, your audio is still not gonna be great. So here is the takeaway. If you want good video, prioritize good audio. Invest in upgrading your audio before upgrading any other equipment, camera included. Viewers are much more forgiving of lacking video quality than they will be for bad audio. But of course, we don't want to have bad video either. So in our next episode, we're going to discuss the most crucial aspect to having great video quality and no again it's actually not the camera now until then remember stay innovative keep dreaming and please don't stop creating and i'll see you in the next episode